Welcome back to another episode of Creative Thinking. It's me, David Speed, and you, Yona Thomas. It is. And we're going to answer some questions again. Well, we're not really. This this show's kind of changing, isn't it? We'll, it'll, it'll be what it'll be. We've asked you some stuff on Instagram, at Rebels Create, and uh, we're going to be going through it and adding our own thoughts along the way. That's not a very concise way of explaining what this show is, but that's what this show is. And I think you're right. It's changing as things go along. I think... Uh... I'm learning every week. In fact, uh, our dear friend Gary, just before we started recording, told me that he'd listened to me on the podcast for the first time and said, oh, you sound very serious. You don't sound like you at all. So that's thrown me a little bit. I sound really serious, apparently. Adam said you sound serious as well. So that's oh, quite funny. no. <laughs> Pod- podcasting's hard. And I bet if me and Adam went back and listened to our earlier episodes, we'd pick holes in what we do. I don't know. You're presenting so it's like it's it never it doesn't feel natural to we have these conversations every single day yeah. about these topics but we don't do them with a camera on and a, and a mic in front of our face so that all of a sudden puts you in this this different space where you're not behaving as you normally would until you've done it so many times that then it's just like water it's really funny because i've never had the three of our relationship analyzed that much before if people were to talk about the three of us i wouldn't be the serious one um, it, it makes me wonder how we come across on camera, how people would analyse us. Oh, he's the funny one. He's the serious one. He's but that's the- that's really interesting because, I mean, we see you as, like, because you, you came into the business knowing more about business than than Adam and I do. So there is a, a serious element to that. It's like if anyone's mucking about at work, it's not you. It's going to be me or Adam. Mm. I guess I have been the one to tell you off more than I've been told off. Yeah, but with good reason, because (laughs) we've been idiots for 10 years. So, On that note, though, of uh, comparing myself to you and Adam. Well, see, like (laughs) the the professionalism there is is outstanding. You floored me because, uh, yeah, that is the perfect segue into uh, this week's topic, which is comparison. So I know we just did an episode with Lucy Sheridan the comparison coach, if you haven't listened to that already, then go and check it out because it is, um, Lucy just has so many gems with for dealing with this comparison thing. But just out of interest, we put out on the, our Instagram stories, do you suffer with comparison or have you suffered with comparison? And the result of the poll came back with an outstanding 90% of people, 90% of you guys said, yes, this was something you struggled with. Mm, Yeah. And some common themes, um, Willow M. Art uh, said, comparing yourself too much to others can block creativity. Gigi Stokes said, um, when you look at other creatives on Instagram, it's hard to look and not compare sometimes. So there's a lot of people kind of with that vibe, you know, it's just people are looking on Instagram, comparing themselves to other, and that is acting as a block for creativity. I mean, one of the, the our, our kryptonite is having a creative block. If you see someone who's achieving so much that it actually stops you from creating, that that is probably one of the biggest barriers that we could encounter. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we can we can work out some ways to um, to get over those hurdles. Cake and Yoga Club said that they struggled with comparing the way they handled the lockdown pivot to others in the industry. Um, and when I said that to you earlier, you instantly said they shouldn't be looking at the other people in the industry. They should be looking at themselves. I'm a big fan of pro wrestling, as some <laughs> listeners of this podcast know. And so the market leader in professional wrestling is World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. Their founder, Vince McMahon, I always noticed throughout 
the 2000s would never acknowledge any of his competition. So there was a small upstart company that was biting at his heels called TNA and he would never he would never address them. He would never mention them on his television and he acted as though they didn't exist. It, it sort of always made the other company feel second rate because they weren't even good enough to get on the WWE's radar. He wouldn't even mention them. And I've always sort of kept that of, of like, I won't dignify someone who's copying my ideas by addressing them. I'd rather just ignore it and it be be above it. Isn't that so funny that that's actually always been a bit of a policy of ours is don't don't concentrate on what our competitors are doing. Along with you and Adam saying that Pokemon is our business model, we now have Vince McMahon of um, World Wrestling Entertainment as Look, a, I don't as a model as well. I don't make the rules, but our business is based on wrestling and Pokemon. You, know, and <laughs> you knew that when you met me and Adam and you signed up to be part of the business. So. Well, we have always just done what we're doing as a company and we've not looked at other other companies and other companies have always imitated us and we will notice a couple of years in or a year later that all of a sudden people are starting to imitate what we're doing but by that point we're already looking to the next thing so you're only slowing yourself down you're only wasting your time if you're spending your time thinking about what someone else is doing and imitating that you're not innovating that sounds really cheesy you're you're imitating not innovating but it's true you're not thinking about your business and so what and, and it's a really interesting question to think about lockdown and how companies are reacting to that and everyone has that sense of oh god i'm not i'm not doing enough i'm not you know i'm not doing it right we're all in the same boat but if you're looking to see what other companies are doing and spending your time worrying that you're not doing what they're doing then you're not serving your audience you should just be looking at your own audience and your own tribe and and looking at what they need from you in this time because it's really a really hard time for everyone so instead of worrying about what other companies are doing you've just got to navigate it yourself with your own your own clan and it sounds like counterintuitive advice doesn't it of like just be closed off and and don't look at what anyone else is doing. But I do honestly think if you're if you keep your north star as providing value to your end consumer, so right now our end consumer is whoever is listening to this. So our goal is to provide as much value as possible. So in doing that, I don't need to go and listen to a bunch of other podcasts that that aren't my audience. I don't need to worry about what Tim Ferriss is doing on his podcast. Yes, it's working great for him, but but he's Tim Ferriss. He's doing it his way. If I then start trying to implement Tim Ferriss type things and do a five bullet Friday and like this, it wouldn't seem genu- genuine. It wouldn't see it would. People would say you're just copying that other person. Mm. I mean, you do listen to Tim Ferriss. I do. But you don't listen to Tim Ferriss to, you know, for the, for the purpose of comparing yourself to Tim Ferriss. You might get inspiration from Tim Ferriss and that might make you kind of... Uh, have some ideas and think, oh, I, I can actually do that better. I do personally think that comparison does have its place. One of the comments we had come in was from um, Amy Nail Art, who said she struggled with comparing herself to someone who has 30 years experience and that's pointless. And she's kind of answered that herself. It is pointless. You can't compare yourself to somebody who's on a completely different uh, trajectory to you or, or in a completely different circumstance to you, a completely different point in their journey. Yeah, all, all that's going to do is is hold you back. And someone someone who's been doing something for longer than you is, is it's, I say, especially uh, there was, there's, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's a a young tattoo artist that I've had several conversations around this topic with. And I, I've kind of mentioned that all all that she follows on Instagram is artists that have 
20 plus years experience on her and how how can you every day scroll through that feed of people who have been doing it so much longer than you and expect to to be at that level it's just that that is impossible mm. but what you can do is go are people booking in with me to get tattooed and i asked her that question she said yes and so what that's that's what you need to know as long as you are again providing as much value for the end user so as that is with a tattoo artist that would be the experience the the artwork is is to the best of the ability that you can do and if people think that that art like it's up to them to create the standards it's not up to you if they have decided that their hard-earned money is enough for you to mark their skin permanently for the rest of their life they've seen your previous work and they've come to that decision then you're good enough and you build up those people and then you progress on to the people who don't think you're good enough yet in 20 years time they will think you're good enough because you're on a journey as we all are I think to a certain extent, it's a matter of mindset. You can look at somebody else and you can choose to compare yourself to them in a negative way, or you can choose to compare yourself to them in a positive way and see where you're headed and how good you could be. Because imagine if there weren't those people trailblazing the way, people who weren't, you know, 30 years ahead of you in your own career path. Yeah. Imagine that you didn't have any blueprints to follow at all. That would be really hard. And I think for us, when we started Graffiti Life, there weren't really any blueprints. And that's so hard. It's much, much easier for our competitors who came and imitated us afterwards. It's much easier when you follow someone with a blueprint, you know, and and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You know, it's nice to be the first. But, you know, really, if there's people if there are people out there who've done what you're doing before you and they're working at a really high standard and you've got something to measure yourself against in a positive way that can only help you yeah you mentioned their mindset and and i think you've probably nailed it and i think that's that's probably the the main takeaway point from this episode is it is a mindset thing and and you need to learn to reframe it that that you are on this journey and you can get better Mm -hmm. and and it as you were speaking it just made me think of my argument about natural talent and believe I'm believing that natural talent doesn't exist. It's if you look at the people that are further ahead than you and and for whatever reason they've give, been given more chances because they because we all start at different points on the ladder. Some of us have wealthy families who have connections that and, and things are easier. Some of us start with absolutely zero, no money in the bank, no connections, and so the path for that person is is a longer path. But as soon as you do flip that mindset and realise, well, I haven't met those connections yet, but that means that I need to add more people on LinkedIn. I know that this person over here knows someone who works at that brand so that can they can connect me there. And and you just start. And, and I also know that by producing regular content or work, the work, it all comes back to the work. If I keep making the work and I keep putting it out there, every piece that I put up is a flag and that flag is there to be discovered by someone, whether it's a CEO of a company or whether it's just incrementally people along the way and you build them them up around you. But flipping that mindset, knowing all I'm doing is I'm building and because because you never stop building. Mm. I mean, we're established. We've got great careers. We're, we're doing fun projects with cool clients. We're, spe- we're getting speaking gigs all over the place. We're, we're doing loads of stuff. But we're still building. Well, I'm starting new projects from scratch at the moment. I'm 36. 
and, and you know one of the co- comments that came in and this one this one really kind of resonated with me was um uh stevie ella photography 30 under 30 lists always make me feel so far behind yeah. and oh my goodness <laughs> yeah i completely relate to that one yeah so i mean if you're on a 30 under 30 list great use it and and like use that as a as a platform to get you seen to get you noticed to make connections mm. but really those lists are bullshit aren't they well i mean i really i really hope so because i'm never going to be on one yeah. <laughs> um so all you all you can do is do the best at what time of life you're at and i mean it's a bit of a catchphrase of mine um life is a career i honestly believe that you can start a new project at any time and we do all the time and i'm starting new projects at the moment so yeah i'm never gonna be on a 30 under 30 list and you know what never mind someone started a 100 under 100 list which i (laughs) think is really funny like yeah Yeah, brilliant because again we we talk about age a lot but it's if you're gonna let the number hold you back because yeah 30 under 30 yes there are some inspiring people doing cool shit and that they should are, be recognised. That are young, yeah. and that's great. But I did. I had no idea what I was doing until I was twenty-seven. Hmm. No idea. So I wasn't getting on any thirty under thirty lists because it took five years to build. Yeah, and that's fine. And it's you know it is great. You know if if we have some Gen Zers who are doing amazing things at a very young age, and that should be recognised. That's great. But it just doesn't work that way for everyone, and it, that's no bad thing at yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope this episode hasn't been filled with too many um like quotes sound bites but um i always remember when we interviewed sarah tasker and she said the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago the second best time is today mm. and that's so true it doesn't matter i mean we interviewed jamal edwards the other day he started his business when he was 15 and like if i'd looked at that when i was 27 and go well he did that so long ago like i don't stand a chance i'm so much older than 15 years old there's no point in me starting I wouldn't be speaking, you wouldn't be hearing my voice right now. We had that amazing message come into the Instagram the other day about um, uh, Serafina Neville's mum and how she's just started getting back into art. Her art and the podcast has been inspiring her and we gave her a shout out yeah. on, on the podcast. And it's like, just be that person, be Deborah. Like, like just start something because always thinking like, oh, it's too late or I, I might fail or I don't know what I'm doing. Or that person's done more than I have. It doesn't matter. You're on your journey. You're only going to get further behind if you're delaying because you're worried about how much other people have achieved in the meantime. It's only going to delay you in, in in doing something that makes you happy. And when they interview people on their deathbed, the number one thing is having regrets, isn't it? And and like not doing things that they wish they had and not, not experimenting down a path. It's never, oh, I wish I'd earned more money or... I wish I was more successful at what I did. Yeah. It's not about the success. It's about the doing. It's about the doing the thing that makes you happy. 100%. Yeah. So I was speaking to our friend um, Charlie from Tailored Tours this morning. And she um, she made me think about um, us as a partnership and how I think we compare each other, compare ourselves to each other quite a lot. And right. it, there can be points where um, one of us is feeling slightly less motivated than the other or one of us is, you know, not exercising as much as we should be and the other one kind of ups their game and it's not that we're kind of trying to make the other person feel bad by doing more it's just kind of bringing that person up again and so by comparing to each other we do kind of it's almost like having an accountability partner and Charlie reminded me that um Brene Brown said that um there's no such thing as an equal partnership that her and her partner say well you know it it can be it can be 80 20 some days she might come in and go I'm I'm having a 20 percent day today and so her partner has to up his game to uh to 80 percent and so that kind of 
comparing in an accountability way can work really well, I think. It's like when um, you phoned on the way home from painting the other day and I had just knocked a pan of boiled potatoes onto the floor and got mushy, starchy potatoes all over the place. Um, And that's shortly after I um, dropped and smashed my phone. Um, So I was in a really, really bad mood. And to that point, you said you'd been really, really tired. But because you knew that I was in a really bad mood, you then upped your game when you came home. You, you, You snapped out of being tired and you came home all jolly and happy. And that instantly upped my mood. Um, and that kind of comparing each other to each other. It's like when you fly and you're quite nervous of flying sometimes. Oh, in an aeroplane, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, not actually flying. <laughs> but if you're yeah, in an aeroplane, you're, you're, you get quite edgy when, it's, when, there's, when there's chop in the plane. And I used to be really scared of flying, but because you're more nervous than I am, it makes me not nervous. I have to not be nervous because I'm too busy concentrating on on the fact that you're nervous. So there's a, there's a level of... Compar- and it really helps. Yeah. Because I am a nervous flyer, but when I sit next to you and you're calm, whereas if I sit next to Adam, he just takes the piss out of me and it makes me 10 times worse. <laughs> so I guess what I mean is that by sometimes comparing your experience to somebody else's experience, it can let you have empathy, which can not only kind of pull the other person up with you, but it can pull you up as well. Yeah, so I think then in summary, the fact that 90% of you guys said that this is something that you do suffer with, that is great because that means it's been identified. Mm-hmm. And now that we've identified the problem, it means that we can address it and we can work on it. So first off, if you haven't read it already, um, read The Comparison Cure uh, by Lucy Sheridan um, and listen to our episode with her from a couple of weeks ago. It's really good. Then I guess it's it's look at, at switching that mindset and flipping the the negativity of if you look at something and go and say, oh, they're so much further ahead of me, then how can you flip that into I'm going to catch them up or that's going to make me produce more or work harder? Or what or, can I learn from them? Yeah. What are they doing that I'm not doing? And not that let that drag you down. Let that pull you up, you know, give, make, let it give you a plan of action a list of things that you should be doing that you're not doing. And that is a really positive thing to have. Having a plan of action and a list of things that need to be done is so much better than not having a plan or not having a list of action and not knowing where you're going or what you're doing. Um, it, It can really work to your benefit. So if you have an idea for a topic that you'd like to hear us discuss on creative thinking, then drop us a line at Rebels Create on Instagram or connect at creativerebels.co. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.